Welcome to Good Enough-ish. I'm Brooke Forey. And I'm Amanda Jefferson. We are two organization-loving friends sharing tips, strategies, real-life experiences, and fails of trying to be good enough-ish at everything we juggle in life. I own Indigo Organizing. I help busy people simplify their lives at home and at work. I co-own Curious & Company Creative, a branding design firm, and I created the Balance Bound Planner that helps you get organized and prioritize self-care. You can find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish, and you can find the show notes over at goodenoughish.com. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498. So let's start the show. Let's do it. Hi, Amanda. Hello. I am, I know we say this at the top of every episode, but I'm really excited. I know. Because this is our second update episode, just basically. Yes. This is episode 20. Yeah. And I think we should just call it like Ramble Fest because Ramble we, Fest. the list of things that I need to catch you and our listeners up on is is extensive. I know. It's and so it's hard. so random. Random Ramble Fest. Random Ramble Fest. And it's so hard because you and I want to talk about all these things, but we're like, don't say I know. As soon as I got to your house, I'm like, I'm not going to tell you about my funny Wawa adventure this morning until we're recording because it was funny. Yeah. So we're not going to do the regular, like, is it sparking joy and doing your future self a favor today, right? We're just doing Ramble Fest. I mean, last time we, we, I still have a note for what's, we'll figure that out at the break, Amanda. All right. There's just so so much. I yeah. think last time we did our update did episode, we we added a sparking joy oh, and a future right. self a favor. Okay. But you know what? We call the shots. We're the bosses. We're the here. bosses, Brooke. Yeah. We can do whatever we want. So I want to start by telling you about my Wawa adventure this morning. <sighs> Not every episode is going to be about Wawa, but <laughs> but the majority, the majority. <laughs> and I. Uh, so we were both like a little bit dragging this morning. You texted me. You're, you're like, can we push from 9 to 9.30? I'm like, perfect, because it was 8.47 and I was still in my pajamas. I was texting you from bed, yep. cuddling with Junie in my pajamas. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this is perfect. And then I said, can I get you anything from Wawa? You yes. usually decline this offer. No, I said yes with like seven S's. And then I said, you know, I could also, because you had to look at their menu, I said, no. um, I could also do Starbucks if you have a specific drink there. And you said, no, I'm totally down with the wah. Does anybody call it the wah? No, but we're going to know. They do now. <laughs> I love it. You're welcome, Delco. So the wah. Delco will never, will They're never, never going to take orders from somebody. Like, they're never going to hear from me, like, for somebody from Southern Delaware about what to call wah-wah. The wah. Yeah, no, it's not. Stop trying to make wah happen. Yeah. But anyway, so I used your little tip to find the most convenient Wawa along. Search along route, Google Maps. Google Map route, because Mm -hmm. Google Maps takes me different ways to your house all the time. Yep. Because I still need Google Maps to get to your house. (laughs) I'm telling you. Which cracks me up because it's it's literally like three turns. Yeah, no, but it's it's too much (laughs) for my brain. If I leave Delaware County... Need need a map to get yeah, me there. Yeah. Anyway, so I go to the nearest Wawa on my route, and I am not lying. Like I've seen a crowded Wawa in my day, I have never seen so many people inside a Wawa. And I turned around and walked out. I it was like an entire Penn State. I don't know what sport 
these young men played, but like there was an entire sports team. Wow. Were they wearing their uniforms? No, but they had like Penn State like clothes on and like, yeah, I didn't even get a second look at what sport they were representing. It was like too many people. Um, Also, I did not want to wait that long for our drinks. So that was my morning adventure. Then I went to a second Wawa that was like empty. And I probably could have gotten my drink faster at the first Wawa (laughs) because this one had a lovely trainee making our drinks. But they were delicious. They were delicious. So Brooke brought me a caramel latte this morning and it was delicious. Mm -hmm. And I normally don't drink coffee because it gives me the jitters. So we'll see how this podcast goes. Yeah. I'd be talking kind of fast. That's okay. All jacked up. As we said, this is probably going to be longer than our standard episode because we have so much to catch up on. So much. Yeah, I haven't seen you in like a month. I know. Because we've kind of been batch recording these and summer's been a little hectic. And you have been busy, busy, busy because... So in the last (sighs) two weeks, a lot has happened. Um... So it's funny. We launched pre-orders for the 2023 Balance Bound Collection. Yes, which are amazing. Uh, I can't be- wait for thank the kaleidoscope-looking one, which oh, I know that's not you. what you're necessarily calling it, but that's what I call Kaleido it. Kaleidoquilt the- is what we landed oh, on. Oh, okay. Because it's it. like, it's like a, yeah. That's fine. It's emerging. Save one for me. Um, emerging of the words, not emerging. Anyway. Emerging. So we launched that in early August because normally we wait until September, but I knew that someone at Self Magazine um, was including us in the wellness roundup. Yes. And I was very excited. And she told me it was coming out early August. So we launched pre-orders. Then received a lovely message from Jessica St. Clair of the Deep Dive podcast, which is one of my newest obsessions. I had sent I had sent her some planners. She was very receptive and um, you know, kindly gave me an address to ship some planners to. And she messaged me and said, I love these. We are going to talk about them on the podcast. And then she messaged me the next day and was like, we recorded an episode and we talk about you at length. Get ready. So it all worked out that we had already launched our pre-orders. We still have discounted 2022 planners on our site. Now, all these people from the deep dive are learning about us pre-ordering next year planners, ordering discounted this year planners. I have been buried under orders in like the best way possible. Yes. Not the best week for my business partner to be away on vacation. No, <laughs> she really been, dodged a bullet there. She did dodge a bullet, Terry. Yeah. I forgive you. Um, But I've been super busy and... We also launched a collaboration. that's not even all of it. That's not even all of it. We also launched a collaboration with Forever 35, my other favorite podcast that I talk about all the time. This had been in the works since like March, but I hadn't mentioned it because I just, I didn't want to, I just wasn't. Yeah, you want to like wait for the ink to dry, like wait for the products to come out. I wanted to make sure that the launch date was actually going to stick depending on when the products came in stock and everything. So on August 8th slash 10th was when we um, announced it. We launched a collection of nine products with Forever 35. They're so Time, cute. You know, collab with, with both of our brands. And so it's been a wild ride these last couple weeks. I am also very caffeinated and tired <laughs> in like a really great way. So that's yeah. what's going on There might here. be a second wah-wah run that happens. There might be. A the wah. Hours. You mean the wah? To the wah. <laughs> Let's go to the wah. Let's go to the wah. Mm-hmm. 
I love this, Brooke, because a big part of our friendship revolves around our businesses. Yeah. You know, like I still remember sitting in Iron Hill over a plate of nachos and mm-hmm. saying to you and the other, you know, friends in our circle who several of them were also business owners and saying, you guys, I have a crazy idea. You know, I think I'm going to leave my job and start a business. And it was it's just been so amazing to do that alongside of other women who are doing it. Yeah. It's not like, oh, well, that's nice. It's like, no, you can, and I am. And yeah. so we have had many cry sessions. I remember a cry session on the second floor, floor of the Newman University Library yep. when you were in the middle of your, I was about to say GoFundMe, not GoFundMe. Kickstarter. Kickstarter. It wasn't even in the middle of the Kickstarter. It was like, do I do this? It do was like before, I do this. It was before the Kickstarter, like before we even decided to launch the Kickstarter. It was like, yeah. is this a good idea? Yes. I remember crying in your like at the train station one day, like, what have I done? I shouldn't have quit my job. So it's just really fun. So yeah. this is like five years later, six years later. And so I just like I beam with pride. Oh, and you. I also love that your products totally speak for themselves. If you these people get free stuff all the time. And but they're going to open up that box and see these planners and you can't not fall in love with them. There's like no convincing required. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, Jessica has been very, very sweet. Like, so they've mentioned us on not one, but two episodes of the deep dive. And she, you know, I have spoken to her directly, which is also really exciting. And she said, and I quote, it's really changing the game for me. Oh. And that was just so exciting to hear because you know, she said, she's like, I've I've tried the digital planners, like the things in my phones, and it just, my phone, it just doesn't work. And now I'm kind of using both. And I said, oh, totally me too. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm still, I'm not anti-digital. It's just, yep. there's something different about also having like the ability to write things down. It's so. all about figuring out what works for your brain. Yes. And I think this particular um, format just works for so many people's brains. Yeah. I am, how I know you're trying, you know, you, you're, you know, Jessica said, Claire, you guys are like besties now. I mean, you know, but I also gonna... just wanted to throw in that um, she doesn't know it yet, but we are also becoming besties uh-huh. for several reasons. Yeah. One, she has one daughter whose name is Isabel. I mean, as do I. Be. Yeah. And they call, although hers is spelled with an O. I think that's the British spelling. Okay. And then she also, and they're about the same age, and she has a Cavapoo named Cookie. Mm-hmm. We need to put this in the show notes so that everybody can follow Cookie the Cavapoo because it's freaking adorable. Yeah. And a Cavapoo is half Cavalier, which is obviously what Junie is. Okay. Obviously. So <laughs> Jessica, you know, we're we're close. Mm-hmm. We've never spoken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we're getting there. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. I mean, yeah. Might be a little friendly competition. Who's I don't have any freebies <laughs> to put in the mail to yeah. sweeten the deal for her. I but mean, you could fly out to California and like help her organize. And I don't play pickleball. <gasps> which yes, you do. They were re- she and uh, like we're not just going to talk about them on this episode. <laughs> I promise. We have so much other th- so many other things to update on. But this is just like of the moment. They were on the cover of like a pickle in pickleball magazine or something, which is amazing and hysterical. So we do need to finally get our pickleball outfits. Yes. What I thought was hysterical in that episode, they were so freaking proud of their spread in in pickleball. And apparently, um, I guess June had like a barbecue or something and set out 40 copies, like (laughs) thinking her friends and family were going to be so excited to take home, you know, and. Like she was like literally not a single one of my friend or family took these home and she was like, What the hell? Yeah. This is so a big she gave, moment. They gave them away on the podcast. <laughs> yes, they, they like did. gave Fine. them to listeners. So I know. Funny. they're hysterical. They're hysterical. You have like I've gotten you hooked. into hooked on their podcast. Yeah. 
There's two more things that you've gotten me hooked on. Okay. So here, yes. Yes. Ramble fast. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Hacks Mm -hmm. on HBO Max. You texted me one day and you were like, Isabel is swimming in the pool. I'm at the community pool watching Hacks on on my my phone. Yeah. It's that good. It's that good. I think I need a rewatch because after I finished the second season, I was like going through it. Well, because it's one of those shows where the jokes are very fast. Yes. And so, you know, it's like you totally like Veep, for example. Have you ever seen Veep? I have. I never finished watching it. That's a show that I need to like restart from the beginning and binge watch. But the jokes, there's like, you know, 10 jokes in a 60 second period. And so you kind of, so hacks I've totally fell in love with and um, starstruck. So good. Is also it HBO like, Max? Yes, yes. Also HBO Max. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like two of my favorite shows of the whole pandemic era of binge watching. Yes. Isn't it just the most charming? It is because it, re- it reminds me of Notting Hill. Yes. Which is one of my favorite rom-coms. Yeah. And I also realized that I love British humor. Yeah. Also, I want to rewatch it because the jokes are very fast and very dry and right. you can miss them. And the main character, Jesse, is from is from New Zealand and yes. her accent sometimes like she talks very fast yeah and it's so charming but sometimes I'm like I need closed captioning <laughs> because right. I need to make sure I'm catching every word she says I know it's so it's good so and good we have Brooke and I have like a shared um place where we put in ideas for the what we want to talk about and so I, I stayed up until two o'clock in the morning mm. the other day watching the show and so I actually at two o'clock in the morning put in the notes Yes, Brooke. It is two o'clock in the morning as I write this note, and mm. it's your fault because I'm watching Starstruck. It's just so good. But it cracks me up because poor Fernando, he's gone. So mm. we're on our own here today, guys. We are on our own. We are trying to record this podcast without this our tech guy. Scary. God knows. Experimental. What this thing's going to sound like. We might bring out some sound effects because it <gasps> horrifies Fernando that we now have access to these things that he we didn't have tell us about. to sound effects. Okay, I'm not going to do it yet. Okay. I'm not ready. Let's wait. So I feel nervous moment. about it. And he's very That's nervous fine. because he's like... Amanda, if you add those sound effects, I cannot edit them out. I'm like, okay. Bummer. Bummer. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, what I was saying, poor Fernando, because it is his dream for me to stay up until two o'clock in the morning watching a show with him. But when he's here, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's 10 o'clock. I've got to go to bed. And then he goes away. And what do I do? I stay up until 2 o'clock it's watching just, shows. It's different when you're like by yourself all cozy with a really sweet show. And it's one that I'm not sure that he would like as much as I do. Yeah. And so, but the poor guy, like, he's just like, what the heck? Fine. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned like usually going to bed early because I have actually like, I don't know what's happened to me this summer, but I've started to go to bed early a lot of nights. Yeah. Like, am I becoming Amanda? Because sometimes yeah. you're in bed with a book at 9.30, right? Mm, not, not quite not, that like early. Like 10, 10, 30. Okay, yeah. I've been going to bed a little early. I think the heat of the summer and just the wild schedule and everything, yeah. there's some nights that the kids are still up watching baseball with Nick. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to bed. So I don't know what you people are doing, but. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Cozy down. Oh, and I'm loving, like, now some of these nights, the heat wave has kind of passed, and some of these nights you can open the window. Yes. It's like like upper 60s, -hmm. hear the little crickets chirping. I love that. I know. It's been, August has been pretty nice so far. Anyway. Anywho, what's what's next (laughs) on the Ramble Fest? I am looking at our list for the Ramble Fest. (sighs) Okay. I have a couple bullet points that I want to touch on because I'll just forget. Um, The first thing I want to say is a super wonderful listener texted us and 
corrected me on, I forget what episode it was now, where we were talking about how accessible drive up yes. ordering or whatever. What a, what a curbside pickup. Curbside pickup. Thank you. See, me yep, and the words. Yep. Um, reminded coffee. me that it's people first language. And I was like, I knew this. And yeah. I just completely blanked. So I want to thank this listener and just correct myself in that episode. The correct term is, you know, people with disabilities, yes. not disabled people. So, or any of the other, I think, terms that I was like jumping around with. So that was so nice yes. of a listener to just remind me people first. Um, and another um, episode that I've gotten great responses from were the registry episode where we talk about mm -hmm. some different registry items or just items that you have in your home that are so amazing now that you've used them for a while. And I want to say, I know we talked a bit about that jar opener thing that okay. was like... Yep. The one that I said was like my 70s green. Uh -huh. Yes. Uh -huh. And I have one that's blue. And it was one of those things that Nick was like, we don't need this. I'm like, no, we need it. We're yeah. registering for Put it. Put your foot down. And, and I still yes, use she persisted. it. I yes. persisted. And 14, almost 14 years after we got married, I still use that thing when I can't get a jar open. Guess what? I walked into the kitchen on one day. What? Yeah. You walked, I, in, my, on the walked in the kitchen. I walked into the kitchen. Uh -huh. Guess who was using the jar opener and trying to hide it from me? Oh. Nick was like, you didn't see that. He had to use it. I was like, see, I told you this item is amazing. So Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do that in, in marriage sometimes. Yeah. I try to hide things yeah. that I don't want them to know that they were right about. Yeah. I caught him. Did I ever tell you about the time I caught him um, putting generic ketchup into the brand <laughs> name? I was like... This was pre-marriage, and I was like, no, you don't buy generic ketchup. Like, you buy Heinz. Okay. And he bought generic. He bought generic and, and he, was putting it in. Because he was like, you you don't That is it. not an easy task to put ketchup from one bottle He was trying to another. trick me because I was like, no, I can tell the difference. He's like, you absolutely cannot. And guess what? He was right. You he, couldn't tell the difference? No, he had been doing it. <laughs> Really, he was trying to catch me and and see if I if I recognize. See, that's funny because I feel in like, like a playful way. He's right, not, right, right. This was not malicious, right? Yeah. You guys went to marriage counseling over that <laughs> over that deception. You know, the catch up deception. I bet Isabel would have been able to. I say that she could be like a forensic food scientist mm. because, oh, kids, yeah, yeah. Like if you try to give her a different string cheese or a different, like she will only eat kinds ketchup you know if you try to give her something else she can she knows that's what different I kind too. of ranch dressing only ken's ranch dressing well, ken's is superior you think so really and not necessarily i don't like ranch but um ken's light thousand island uh, is the only light or fat-free Thousand Island dressing that tastes like real Thousand Island. Right, the rest yeah. of them taste like garbage. And Ken's has like the garbage. Ten, Ken's also has the best honey mustard. Oh, my mom came home with Ken's buttermilk ranch the other day, and I was like, ooh, mm -mm. Oh, oh, but Isabel did not detect it. Okay, did not detect it. Okay, yeah, no, there. I don't like honey mustard that's too mustardy. Like I like that perfect combination. Yes. Okay. Of sweet. Okay. And Ken's Ken's is where it's at. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Um, what I feel like all of these updates so far have been mine. Well, this is sort of related to you, but I thought about you a lot the other day because have you seen that new movie? Is it on Netflix? I can't remember. Luck. Have you seen this? It's one of the new animated movies. It's on Apple TV. Apple Plus. TV Plus. I have not seen it yet. Yes. Is it but cute? Anyway, it is cute, but. 
the opening song is You Must Be My Lucky Star. Is that uh, Debbie Gibson? No. Or is it Tiffany? <sighs> Amanda. It's Madonna. What? Oh my God. But listen. I thought it was Debbie Gibson. No. First of all, how, how dare you? Second of all, that is the first dance recital dance I ever did was Lucky Star by Madonna. Oh. And I, I was four years old. So this was pre-Debbie. Okay. Debbie okay. didn't come around until right. I think her first album was 86. Uh-huh. I think this was 84 uh-huh. was Lucky Star, 83 or 84. 84 was my first dance recital. I had on a little silver tutu and a giant silver cardboard <laughs> star around my face. I'll have to see if my mom can pictures. find a picture. Yeah. No, Lucky That's Star right. was How Madonna. How did I not know that it was Madonna? And in the movie, there is a dance routine okay. to this. So I think you'll enjoy that. Okay. That will bring back memories. Like enjoy it on my own or I should watch with my kids? Oh, with the kids. Okay. You will not enjoy it on your own. No. I mean, there, there's some kids' movies that I'm like, oh, I think I enjoy that more than them. But this one was okay. It was just very complicated. There was okay. this whole like bad luck, good luck generator and the molecules and the stones and the dragons and the pigs and the clover. And it was like this whole, Fernando and I were looking at each other like, I'm exhausted. This sounds This good luck, bad luck generator. It was a lot. Okay. But, you know, entertaining. Sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wow. How did I miss that? But does, so I have a question for you. You remember the other star that was really popular around Debbie Gibson? Was it Tiffany? Yeah, it was Tiffany. And it was just one word, Tiffany. Yeah, Tiffany. Okay. I do sometimes get their songs confused. I mean... I mean, vibe. I, I have to I, mean, I know, I know. So listen, the thing that made Debbie so unique <laughs> and wonderful was that she wrote her own songs. Uh, listen, no disrespect to Tiff. Nope. She was lovely, you know, 80s star. It, it was not easy to be I a child star that. in the 80s. But she also sang like, like um, I think We're Alone Now was a remake. That was popular in like the 60s. It was like an older song. I don't like that song. Tiffany did not write. I mean, it's okay. You said you do like it? I do like that Of course. How can you not? But yes, she did not write it. It was a remake. Okay. Junie is bored by this conversation because she is snoring. Snoring. She's like, are you talking about Debbie again? Yeah. Anyway, also, my birthday was last week. And the the Debbie uh, cameo was... um, like brought to the top. It was like brought to the top of the feed Memor- again. Your my, memory my brother from- reshared it. He's like, I'm just sharing this in perpetuity instead of getting you oh a gift God. every year. Oh um, yeah. Anyway, is that shareable? Can we share that cameo with people? Or is that I did. Private I shared on your it. Channel. Can no, we put I shared it in the, it in the show notes from whatever oh, you did. the um the love language episode. Okay, good. Shake your love language. Shake your love language. Shake your love language. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> language. <laughs> I love when we talk about what we're going to name each episode. We were like out of the blue. And I was like, oh my God, shake your love language. I, I just could not get over my genius. <laughs> anyway, thank you for humoring me. Yeah. <sighs> All right. All right. What else? What else? What I've else? got some other bullet points. Can I just dive in? Yep. Okay. I have not yet gotten a table set up in my basement for I have my wondered stuff. about this. I know you have. And like so the budget has been a little tight this summer. Um, well, how okay, keep going. And so I've just I'm like I don't want to buy anything frivolous that I don't truly like need even though this would this would help me. And maybe I'll buy one this week cuz things are looking up. Um <laughs> but like it's just been a weird summer financially and you know, inflation, I think people are feeling it a lot. And yeah. so we've just been feeling it. And I'm like, I'm not going to buy a folding table. I did go on the like 
buy, sell, trade, free groups in the area and said, hey, does anybody have a folding table they're getting rid of? No one bit. Nothing. So anyway, I wait, have not wait, wait, wait. done that yet. What? I just added some crickets. Can I stop it now? Okay, God. I don't even... We don't have our headphones on, Fernando. Okay, we just added crickets. There was okay. crickets on I mean, the Facebook group. Are there just going to be crickets throughout the rest of the episode? I don't... No, they're off now. Okay. They're off. We'll see. So anyway, that's my laundry <laughs> update is that 20 episodes in my laundry situation. I well, mean, is it still stressful, your laundry situation? I mean, I'm trying to stay, stay on top of doing it more frequently mm-hmm. and folding it as quickly as I can. Okay. But I still think that folding it in the basement when it comes out of the dryer would be better for me, but yeah. just haven't gotten there yet. So that's that's the laundry I update. I feel like I need to just give you a table, Brooke. This no, table okay. that we're sitting at, I think I have like three more of these things. Okay. I know. Maybe today I'm going to send you home with a table. All right. <laughs> I mean, I'll take it. We're getting rid of it. Um, another really important update from me related to nothing that we've talked about so far Remember that episode we talked about Swiss Farms? Yes. It was, again, the drive. It was the um, curbside Curbside pickup pickup, order. How, like, I had this dream years ago about, like, a Swiss Farms type place that where you could just drive up and buy, like, a gift, a hostess gift as you're on your way to a play date. I learned that Swiss Farms is only in Delaware County, Pennsylvania. Did you know that? really? I know. I thought it was a much more, like, wider Pennsylvania thing. I mean, Pennsylvania is a pretty big state. Very different areas yeah. when you leave. Only Delaware County? Only Delaware County. Wow. I know. I looked up their website. I'm going to look but it up. But surely across the country, Swiss Farms-esque things must exist. I don't know. When I looked at their website, it's like the heading that comes up, Swiss Farms, Delco's favorite drive through convenience store. Huh. And there's only... Let me see. Because they've closed a few. They've closed a few. They closed the one in media. Because it's like, it's a franchise. So there's like 12 of them. That's it. Huh. It looks like there is one in um, Westchester. So it's it's branched out slightly from Delco. Yes, but listeners, yeah, really- tell us. We want to hear from you. Are, is there a Swiss Farm-esque place where you are, like a drive-through mini market? Mini market, yeah. Where you can get milk and bread and donuts and juice <sighs> and things like that. But only food stuff, right? Yeah, that was something that I, yeah, 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 only food stuff. That was something that I really liked about Chili. There are mini markets everywhere. Yeah. So if you just need like apples or bread or spaghetti or like basics, staples, that's like, and that's a very European thing too, like mini markets everywhere. Love mini markets. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's kind of what Wawa is. Well, it is, but the whole drive-through element yes. is what really yeah, intrigued they don't me. Have that so yeah, it looks like well. actually the one in Westchester is the only one of the twelve that's outside of Delaware County. So who knew? Who I just had to share that with our listeners because I realized in talking about it that people were probably like, "What the heck is Swiss Farms?" Yeah, yeah. Now, now that we know. have listeners all across the country. Yeah, <laughs> Brooke, I wanted to check in and share that um i think in one episode i was really excited because i was going to do yoga every day yeah how's that going do you have a guess brooke since i said that how many times i've done yoga three? Zero. Oh, but you've been going exactly to, zero but you've been going to your morning strength class yeah. whatever thing i is. do that twice a week okay i feel like the yoga thing i don't know why do i want to do yoga so bad See, I've accepted the fact that I'm not a yoga person. I want to be, and I've had a couple of good sessions. Like when I was in the Poconos with some girlfriends, one of the women there is this incredible yoga teacher, and she did, she led us in mm-hmm. 
a class that was like an hour and a half, and it was wonderful. Right, because you, it was a class, and it was happening, and everyone was doing it, and so you did it. Yeah. That like, is the problem yeah. here. Like, there is no, we've talked before about being obligers yeah. in the Gretchen Rubin's Four Tendency framework, which helps you understand how to form habits. And I know this about myself, that in order to form a habit, I need accountability. And there is zero accountability to get myself on a yoga mat here. Yeah. I have tried going to yoga classes, but they're expensive and it takes up half the Saturday and blah, blah, blah. So I don't know, Brooke. I either need... So this sort of relates to nails, oddly. Wow. Oddly. Because I was... I've never done my nails this is what this is what my nails look like most of the time. I'm showing they Brooke right now. They look like twelve year old better than mine. I've gel polish that's they, peeled. It should have been removed two weeks ago. Yeah, they look like the nails of like a twelve year old boy who's just gotten back from summer camp and his okay. mom hasn't been around to clip his nails. Like that's what my nails look like. Right <laughs> Are twelve year old boys still getting their mothers to clip their nails? Because that's a whole other conversation. I don't know. Okay. Are they? I don't know. Anywho, I just kind of accepted the fact that I was not going to be a person who did their nails. And then as this podcast was starting, I tried to start painting. I was doing the gel manicures and I gave up on that because it's terrible for your nails. Then I tried to start painting them. I do really like the gel, the Essie gel couture. That's been the best. Yep. However, I give up. I'm not doing them anymore. No, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. I don't have time for this. So I definitely think I can do better than I'm doing now. Clip them a little bit more, you know, put some, I, I they look pretty when I, I love the, um, Burt's Bees cuticle cream. That's mm-hmm. lovely. When you okay. put that on or put a little bit of oil on it, the nails look great. That is related to yoga in the sense that I wonder if I need to give up on yoga for right now. Yeah. I mean, not going to yoga is a good enough-ish solution for you. Yeah. Just why do I want to do yoga? I think because I need it an sounds really lovely. And I've just, yeah, I'm not. The problem that I'm having, and this is the friction that we talk about a lot, is so this woman, Sarah Beth Yoga, who I love her and I love she actually just created this new she creates like these calendars that you can print out and kind of check off every day and she created a calendar that I'm super excited about but I won't do anything about it (laughs) the first week is only five minutes a day the next week is 10 minutes a day and the next week is 15 minutes and what she says is keep your yoga mat out in a permanent place. Mm. And if you have fur babies that like to get on top of it, lay a blanket on top of it. Because she says just laying out your yoga mat is friction enough to prevent you from doing it. Yeah. But I don't have a permanent place where I can just leave a yoga mat out. I'm kind of eyeing this window over here where the air hockey table is in my living room. It gets a lot of use. It's got like 12 other things on top of it. Yeah. (laughs) Like I'm eyeing that That because I feel like I could leave the yoga mat out there and lay a blanket on top of it. Yeah. And have like a cute basket there with my yoga stuff in it. Mm -hmm. I also just think that it's okay. I don't know. Yoga is the type of thing that the only times I have done it, it's been in a class environment. I don't think I could do yoga from home and stay focused because I think part of the thing about when I have done it and always enjoyed it, it's just not something I'm drawn to do more. I think that being in the space with other people and the music and the dark and, right. you know, like how they set the mood more. Right. I don't think I can set the mood in my house. Right. Because, yeah, when you go to a yoga studio, it's the candles and the music and the environment. And here yeah. it's just like in my living room. And I'm like, oh, the baseboards are dirty. Like, that's what I'm focusing on. You yeah. Know? I would definitely be looking at my baseboards, too. But 
Okay, well, in another 10 episodes, we can check in about it. And and right. if you still haven't done it, it's okay. All right. It's good All enough right. Yeah. All right. Good enough-ish. There's one thing I wanted to ask you about. You had texted me one day, and I don't think this is something – or no, you sent me like a voice memo. I don't know what it was, but I don't think we've actually talked about it on the podcast. But there was a day where I think you had your exercise class, and you were up and out, and you had to be at a client's. Mm-hmm. But you had some time in between, mm-hmm. and you mentioned that you took a little car nap. <gasps> Do you want to talk about this? I felt so weird taking that car nap. So, okay, I'm okay. Let me think back. So I feel like because I have a car nap story, which is why I'm bringing it up. I feel like this might have been after. So you know, I'm a KonMari instructor. So I teach KonMari classes to people around the world. A right. co- several times a year. Right. And sometimes we teach until like two o'clock in the morning because it's a West Coast timing thing and blah, blah, blah. So usually when I do that for three days in a row, I feel like I have jet lag. Yeah. So I think I did. I had a client that I was seeing and I had taught that class until three o'clock in the morning for three nights straight. And I, there's like the media McDonald's, the one that's by Wawa and Panera Bread and all of that. I like to go through there, through there and get myself an Egg McMuffin sometimes before a client. And I pull into that parking lot and I ate my Egg McMuffin and I had like maybe another 45 minutes and the sun was beaming. We've talked about this before. I like to sleep in cars that are sunny. Yes. Okay. Even if it's not moving. Even if it's not moving, especially if I'm, you know, exhausted. So, yeah, I decided to set a timer for 20 minutes. Okay. And I dozed off. And it, like, and it refreshed me. Did you actually feel like you fell asleep or it was more just resting with your eyes closed? I would say I probably fell asleep for a good 10, 15 minutes. That's amazing. Yeah. So my car nap story, and I'm going to out my husband here. When he used to work in a physical office and he was very good about the boundary of taking a lunch break because like you just have to, especially if you're in a cubicle type of environment and like, you know, he worked in a big office and it had windows and, you know, he wasn't in a tiny cubicle, but he needed to step out for lunch. And my husband is the king of power naps. He can nap standing up, as I've said, like I swear he could. And he used to, there was this office complex that either no longer had any businesses there or had a big empty parking lot that would get shade. He would drive the five minutes from his office to this parking lot, love it. recline his seat, put his phone on his chest so his alarm would wake him up. Oh my God. And he would take a 45 minute nap in the middle of the workday. And then his alarm would go off and he'd sit up and drive back to work. Well, if you go to parking, like like the Granite Run Mall, for example, right there where I'm talking about with McDonald's, right? No They're, longer the mall. Yeah, no longer like, the mall. What yeah. is it? The promenade. Yeah, whatever. whatever. Yeah. Um, there's shady spots all over yeah. there. And if you look, you'll see tons of cars parked in the little shady pockets. And you know, mm-hmm. those are people taking their little naps. I mean, that should really be a thing where there's just a space where you can go... The and fancy, take a rest. The fancy um, businesses have those, like Google yeah. and like a lot of the Silicon Valley places have yeah. like nap pods yeah. or nap rooms. I don't know that I would want to like nap in a room Pop. that someone else, you know, I don't know. I know. That we someone need to else Google, had like, laid their head the, down on. Right. I, know. I know. COVID. Jeremy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just, that day I was like, remind me, I have to tell you a nap story, but I'm going to tell it on the podcast because I was always amazed that Nick could do this. Yeah. 
Um, he doesn't get to do that anymore because he works from home. I mean, sometimes he'll, you know, he'll definitely, 4.30, he's done work. He will close his eyes on the couch sometimes. And I've mentioned the world goes on around him. Like the oh, kids are yeah. playing. And I mean, I he, mean, European countries like Spain, they, you know, in Chile too, I don't know if it's still this way, but businesses would close between two and four. I love that. And, you know, Fernando's family used to have a um, store that they ran below their house. And they would close the gates at two o'clock, come up, have lunch, and then his dad would go lay and watch the news and nap for a little bit and then go back down at four. Because they were working till eight, you know? Yeah. Um, wait, I had something else to say about napping. Okay, it'll come back to me. You wanna do the cricket sounds again? <laughs> napping. Amanda's brain. Cricket. Um it's fine. Wait, okay. I think we should take a break. Brooke, because we've been speaking for 36 minutes and oh we still have more to talk about. I was going to say, I don't even. And yeah, I need let's water. Let's just keep going. Okay, fine. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. And we'll come back and continue Ramble Fest. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Good Enough-ish podcast with Amanda Jefferson and Brooke Forey. Visit goodenoughish.com for show notes with information from each episode, as well as links to all the places where you can find us on the internet. Now, back to the show. And we're back. We're back. Longest episode ever. Six-hour episode coming your way. Clear your schedules. Seven. You usually say <laughs> it's going to be seven hours. Do you? I don't know. You always pick like a certain number. Six-ish. Six-ish. Seven-ish. Okay. Clear your schedules, everyone. Ish. We got six hours of, of updates coming yeah. your way. No, no we have a more. couple more. A couple more, and then we do want to do, we decided on the break in our huddle that we are <laughs> going to talk about what's sparking joy and doing our future selves yeah, a favor. Yeah, I mean, let's let's keep up our, our consistent format here. We don't want anyone to get upset. We don't want people to get upset. No. Because they might. Ruffle some feathers. Okay. Two things I want to talk about. One is I have found a really great resource. We talked about therapy in yeah. a recent episode. Yes. And I found a really great resource for finding a therapist. Okay. And it's Psychology Today. Mm -hmm. So psychologytoday.com, I believe it is. And they have this whole find a therapist section. And you can search for people who are specialists in an area which I really like. So if you're dealing with something really specific, whether it be, you know, anxiety or depression or marital counseling or pediatric, whatever it is. Um, so I wanted to give people that tip because finding a therapist is like 80% of the battle. And as we talked about, you have to kiss a couple frogs. Yeah. But I think this tool is a really great tool. Yeah. And you don't have to like give us too many details here, but so have you moved on from BetterHelp? I have. You have found an in-person therapist. That yes. You like? So okay. I, it's, I'm still doing it virtually. Okay. I think a lot of therapists these days just for their own ease. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Which is can, nice. Like if you don't have to drive there. You know. Right. I think. I don't know if it works this way, but I think the therapist still maybe has to be licensed in Pennsylvania yeah. in order to take you virtually. Even. Gotcha. But, um, yeah. So I'm seeing her virtually. Um. Wait. What was your question? 
that, that you've moved on from better yes help because better help it's like a fixed flat fee yeah. so if you know that I, i'm really gonna want to see a therapist every single week then that paying that 250 dollars or whatever is a month makes a lot of sense yeah but if you don't i'm not at the stage right now where i definitely where i need that yeah so um, and yeah. it's nice because you can copy and paste so for example you go to psychology today and say there's three therapists that you think are particularly interesting you can copy and paste your little spiel in the contact button nice. and say, hi, I'm Amanda. I'm looking for a therapist. To, da, da, da. Are you accepting new patients? And then you can send that to three and then see who gets back. And, you know, that's great. So it's very efficient. Love it. Yeah, I've heard I've I mean, I haven't been looking for a therapist for the last few years because, you know, I love our old mutual therapist. Yes. Um, but I have heard that that's a great resource. Yeah, it's so nice to kind yeah. of like weed it weed out the people who aren't relevant to whatever you want to talk about to narrow things down because it's it can be so overwhelming you can get a little bit of a sense of their personality through their little pair you know their little, little paragraph yeah. that they write yeah yeah so I, I i found a unicorn good i'm happy for and I you i kind of want to be friends with her book is that allowed are no. you allowed really i don't i mean i think what if she stopped like what if i broke up with her and she wasn't my therapist anymore. Could we be friends? I mean, I think you could ask her. I mean, like, I want to be your friend. I do want to break up friend, with you, as but I don't want to break up with her. Yeah. I feel. Yeah, I need to. I need her help for a while longer, and then I want her yeah. to be my friend. I know that's the problem with finding a therapist that you love. That's like relatable because you're like, but I love you and I want to be your friend. I know. So we'll see. Okay. Right now she's just going to be my therapist. Listeners weigh in. Have you ever befriended your former therapist mm -hmm. or like broken up with your therapist so you could be friends? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm Googling this. Okay. Can I be friends with my therapist? I'm Googling it. I'm going to ask my friend whose fiance is a therapist too and see what he advises. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I don't, maybe she doesn't even want to be friends, but- I mean, who wouldn't want to be friends with you? Does she know about this podcast and how lovely we are? <laughs> Every time you send me. So we should say that like our, you know, kind of work setup is that you edit the episodes and then I write the show notes. So after you've done like the initial edit, you send me the file. I listen to it. I write yeah. the show notes. And basically every week I'm like, we are so damn charming. And you always use the word charming. <laughs> we are. Or delightful. Delightful. Charming and delightful. We are so friggin' the new delightful. name of our podcast. Yeah. That's another. Okay, Brooke, I said I only had two updates, That's but fine. I have a third one because it's Ramble Fest. This is another something really fun that I have discovered. I should probably save this for a sparking joy, but who cares? Whatever. It's called Hi Hello, and it is a digital business card. I talked oh. about, I posted this on our Wellstruck group, yes. the business networking group that we're a part of. But anyway, it's basically like a digital business card so that if I run into you and I talk about what I do, you'd be like, oh, can, do you have a card? And then I would pull up something on my phone that you would scan, like that QR code. Yeah. And then it would add it to your... Um, to your contacts okay but and it's free it's crazy okay. for the basic version and you can also based on that business card you can create your own email signature and so i've had the good enough ish podcast in my email signature now and it's much more prominent mm. and i cannot tell you how many people click on it and we've Aww. gotten like new listeners just like like 
I'll email like a roofing guy. Aww. And I'll have the Good Enough Pish podcast on there. And they like the name is eye catching. So people from Hi Hello yeah. are seeing my fancy little email signature and clicking on our podcast. That's so good. I might need to do that because I have an email signature that I get a lot of compliments on. Yes, yours is beautiful. Thank you. I customized it on HubSpot. They have a like um they have an email signature generator. Yes. But there are some restrictions, and it's like I've already got balance bound and curious and company in there. And and there's like no more room for me to add another job because I have too many jobs. We're, Not too many. I love. I know. I have like four hyperlinks, five fine. hyperlinks in my signature. You know, we are multi-passionate entrepreneurs. Like I never can just do one thing. No. But, but I do need to find a better way to. Can we do this today, bro? Can we play with it Let's today? do it. It's because really fun. I really um yeah i do i like i like the way that the hubspot one looks like i customized it with my brand colors and my photo and yes i don't know just it it seems to work well in terms of um you know if i do outreach to someone new like they can tell i'm a legit person Mm -hmm. you know so but yes might have to check out the hi hello one and see how customizable it is because you know i'm a design snob too so it's got to look good it's got to look good and you can the free version doesn't let you do a ton of customizing but the and i don't know how much it costs i think it's like five dollars a month or something but you're frugal i am frugal i can do like a a one shot of like an app payment but i don't like it when it's going to charge me every month yeah all right i I see the value and why they charge but yeah yeah Yeah. that's something we're going to talk about our like money stuff on an episode because like clearly my therapist to that conversation i mean we want to be her friend right so maybe yes we can rope her in Ooh. anyway Last update I want to say, Brooke, before Ooh. we talk about what's sparking joy, is okay. we have had some question, some questions about values. I don't yes. remember which episode it was, but I talked about my values. Personal values. Personal yep. values. And um, people were intrigued about that. So yeah. I just want to flag that we are going to talk about that on an upcoming episode, what my values are, how I came up with them, how you might come up with yours too. Yeah. Um, and I'll even offer people a little freebie from my organized everyday course, which is a values worksheet. Love it. Where you can identify your own. So stay tuned. I love a worksheet. Love a good worksheet. <sighs> wow. <sighs> it's a lot. It's a lot. And we are sort of restraining ourselves because I feel I know. like there's still I so know, much. But I but I, this is what the people are here for. Yes. <laughs> They're here for Ramble Fest. Okay, Brooke, okay. so I'm so excited to talk about this, what's sparking joy. This okay. is sort of a mutual spark joy This is moment. a mutual joy sparker. So when I mentioned the Forever 35 collection, I forgot to say that the lovely Kate Spencer and Dory Shafrir, who I partnered with on that collection, just as lovely as you would think they are. Yes. Um, they were so fun Delightful. to partner with. Delightful. And I had, like, mentioned that you and I have a podcast in in the course of working with them. But I was like, you know, we're like small potatoes, whatever. We're pretty new. But on their August 10th episode where they announced this collaboration that we had been working on and they had lovely things to say about the collaboration and partnering with me, they also (gasps) mentioned Good Enough-ish, which I did not know they were going to do that. And I was just tickled. Like, I was so just so touched that because they know what that means they they know what that means to small potatoes podcasts like us that's just starting out so it was so kind of them yes. and they have sent some new listeners our way and we very recently like what a couple weeks ago on Instagram I was like we've you know exceeded 3000 downloads like that's yeah. big for us 
the other day I sent you a screenshot that we have now exceeded 5,000 total downloads. And that's really exciting. It is uh, exciting enough to merit applause. <laughs> Fernando's gonna kill me. Fernando's gonna kill us. He's gonna quit his job. And it's like, well, you taught us how to do it without you, so we don't need you anymore. Just kidding, Fernando. We need you. Um, anyway, we have now exceeded 5,000 downloads. We want to thank all of the new listeners who have found us via Welcome. Forever 35. And we got a lovely voicemail yesterday that I sent you the little cry smile emoji. Which I hadn't seen that you emoji before. You hadn't seen that emoji. And it's lovely. And it was just, it was the perfect encapsulation of how <sighs> we felt. Smile. Hearing this voicemail, which I think is our very first voicemail from a complete stranger. Yeah. Most of our, uh, the few voicemails and texts and things that we've gotten have like come from people that are friends and are family. friends and family or friends of friends. It sounds like this was a complete newbie. Can and we play it, Brooke? Let's play it. Hi. I never do this, but I just wanted to call and tell you how much I am loving the podcast. I heard about it because I am a forever 35 head and thought I would give it a try. And ladies, it is exactly up my alley. I binged all 18 episodes in the last week, I think, and I'm hungry for more. I just love it so much. Please keep up the great work. Um, it's just, it's such a wonderful delight stumbling on a new podcast. And thank you so much. All right. Have a good day. Bye. Cry. I know. Smile emoji. So sweet. So thank you, whoever you are. You didn't say your name, but we love you. Welcome. Um, yeah. Welcome to all <laughs> of you. So yeah, it's just been really exciting to get such a lovely response to this podcast because we didn't really like, I mean, we both thought, well, hey, these are... A podcast is a really good way, a good extension of both of our businesses. Yes. We thought like, well, this is a, a smart thing to do. We love each other. We love mm -hmm. talking to each other. Fun and easy. It has been fun and easy. But it's so gratifying that people are actually listening and sharing with their friends. I know. And that the lovely Kate and Dory, who I look up to so much because, I mean, they record, they have three episodes a week. Like they are Whoa, really? serious podcasters. Holy yeah. Moly. They've built an amazing business. Brooke, out of I their keep podcast. talking about how there's these podcaster conferences. I we need to start go. Googling because I want to go. Let's go. Because I know like Gretchen Rubin and her sister go. Like yeah. we could meet these people. Well, and you and Gretchen are kind of friends. Can I call her Gretchen? <laughs> no. Nope. I don't know, bro. No. <laughs> sorry. Don't. I'm sorry, Gretchen. I should not have called you Gretchen. But can I also say that you sent me this figure the other day. Brooke, this is mind-blowing what you're about to share. Okay. So you found uh, Ellen Yin. Is she a, Love her. a podcaster? So I don't know her. Yes. She is a podcaster and she's all about, um, she has a program that she's sunsetted called Cubicle to CEO, which is all about, um, has she sunsetted that? Anyway, she's all about helping small businesses grow and Love she it. has a podcast. Okay. So I have not listened to her podcast, mm -hmm. but I'm going to now. But she shared these stats that according to Buzzsprout's latest stats, it's like based on if your podcast does a certain number of downloads in that episode's first seven days, what percentage of all podcasts you are in. Yeah, unbelievable. So based on our standard, like typical downloads per the first week of an episode, we're getting close to the top 10% of all top podcasts. Top 10% of all podcasts worldwide. Wide, Brooke. What? So, I mean, we're currently... We are currently in the top 25% yes, people. But based on how close we are for, especially our last couple of episodes that have done 
well, um, because of the Forever 35 mention, we're getting close to the top 10% of all podcasts, which is just, it really gave me like some warm fuzzies. Yeah. Because I think the whole reason why we do this is because we're trying to make people's lives a little brighter, a little easier. Like we could. That involves people actually listening. Yeah. (laughs) And like we could never make a penny from this. Obviously, it would be cool if someday we could have advertisers and partner with even more people and just to have a broader reach. But I honestly feel like we could never make a penny from this podcast and I would still love the experience of it. Totally. But yeah, I just really enjoy doing this. So thank you to those of you who are listening or who have found us recently and have reached out to say kind things um, because it really just just makes us happy. So thank you for caring about what we have to say. With that, I think it's time to like wrap it up soon. And I want to know what you, Amanda, are doing to do your future self a favor. So as we release this episode, everybody's going to be in full on back to school mode. Some and people are already. Some, some people are, are already, right? Isn't like in Florida and warmer, but like, aren't they my, already? So my friend, Kat, I love her and miss her dearly. She just moved from Pennsylvania to Atlanta. Her kids started school August second whoa that's when did they get out of school granted they next you know they'll get out earlier but because they just moved there like Uh. two days before school started those poor kids went to school until mid to late june and they're already back in school okay so they didn't get the benefit so they didn't they didn't get the longer summer but yes i believe they'll now get out in like may instead of mid-june like we here in um eastern pennsylvania do anyway um. Yes, but many people are not yet back to school, or or are stills in the stills in the. I'm starting to lose my ability to speak, <laughs> so we have to wrap it up soon. But still in the throes of yes, the back to school. Yeah, like I think whirlwind. when this comes out on a Thursday, Isabel will go back to school on the following Monday. Is that when you guys go back on the 29th? We, no, we go back the sixth. Oh, Different we go on the 29th. Yeah, that's we right. go after Labor Day okay. traditionally. Well, yeah, know, that's when the when it used to be. Yeah. Anyway, we um so. What I've been doing the doing to, to do my future self a favor is not super back to school related, but basically I took the month of August off from seeing clients one on one. Yeah. Mostly because I was spending so much time decluttering and organizing other people's homes that my home was starting to uh, show some wear and tear. Mm-hmm. So and we moved into this house a year ago and a lot of it. It was just like delayed, like, oh, my God, put these boxes in the basement I can't deal with. And some, yeah. people, some people like don't deal with those boxes for 10 years, right? But I was like, okay, I need a reset. So August was kind of like my new January. I had much more mm-hmm. free time, and I set goals of, okay, I want to clear out the basement. I want to clear out the garage. We had also done that beautiful redesign of our dining room slash playroom slash library with Sierra James. Mm-hmm. Um, But it needed a little bit more functionality so that Isabel could actually go in there and find her Play-Doh or her painting stuff. So I went in there and set that up um, with labels. Um, I also set up kind of like her homework station so that it's going to be much more easy for her to do her homework in there. So that to me was a favor that I've done for my future self just so that when back to school starts and I'm seeing one-on-one clients again and we're busier, the house just feels a little bit more put together. Yeah. That's great. So that feels really good right now. A little, little end of summer. And I have a basket hiding under this coffee table brook. That is the basket where whenever Isabel comes home with papers Mm -hmm. from school, 
that I think we might need to go back to or reference, or it's a painting of an alien that she just can't live without. I put it in that basket. Yeah. I can now throw pretty much everything that's in that. If Isabel heard this, she would lose her mind because she does not want me to throw away what's in that basket. But I can throw away what's in that basket now, and then that's going to be my new empty basket for this year ahead. I love that. So we have something similar. So our dining room table used to just be like the landing ground for everything. Yeah. And it drove both of us a little nuts, um, me and my husband, but especially him, it would make him itch. Yeah. That was like the Itchy. one spot. I love that. It's so funny. I could have a completely tidy house and still have that pile on the dining room table and I would be okay with it. He, on the other hand, that is the only spot that like truly bothers, not only, but that's the spot that truly bothered him the most. Yeah. So we also, our dining room is is big because our house is like a... Um, you know, it's a row home, so it's kind of like a straight shot. It's a walkthrough. You kind of walk through the dining room. Right. Yeah. And so, but that means our dining room kind of has two sides to it. So the one side is like the actual dining area. And then the other side is my kind of workspace, office space. And then we have these shelves that's yep. like storage. And so I designated one of those as the drop everything basket. Yep. So do you have to say that I have not cleaned it out since the end of last school, school year? I haven't so either. Mine's it's full. It's totally full. So, so now we I can do that do before. That while the kids are, Nick and the kids are away this week um, to give me a little space and and like mind space to work. Yes. I should go through that tonight and yeah. just throw out. Yeah. Because so much of like, I save the artwork that is is lovely and that. I feel like tells a story about where my kid is at this point in their lives, but the coloring sheets, I don't see. Yeah. I mean, if it's just like a little old scribble that just was something they were doing to occupy themselves waiting for pickup or something, you know, it doesn't need to be. So there's a lot of that in there because Paige does get emotionally attached to stuff in the moment. So I'm like, oh, we'll just put it in the bin. But at this point, it's been months. Yeah. And that bin is overflowing. So I need to do a clean out of that bin before our school year starts on September 6th. I feel like we're doing two things today, Brooke, maybe even while you're here. We are setting up your hi-hello card okay. to see if you like that. Okay. And I might dump my basket while you're here okay. just because I'm going to get that done. We're, we're doing d- It's real things. time. Anywho. Anywho. <sighs> Longest episode Longest ever. Longest episode. Yep. This was really fun, though. I like these update episodes because we just kind of ramble fast. Ramble fast 2022. Yep. yep. Okay. All right. So that was really fun. Do we need one final sound effect? To, a round of applause? Um, um, what do we have? Like a woo. Oh, gosh. Um, Let's make Fernando proud. <laughs> I mean, I've got sad trombone. That's no, not appropriate. No. Applause. Laughter. <laughs> I didn't use any of the laughter we're in this. Very Scary. Charming. What is rim shot? I don't know. I Crickets like and a harp. Thing. Oh. Yeah. Harp? Let's let's wrap it up with a harp. Let's wrap it up with a harp. The harp is playing. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Enough-ish. We will be back each week with new topics, stories, tips, and personal experiences, as well as some good old friendly banter and lots of laughter. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish. Email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498 with questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes. Thanks for listening. Bye.